48K News. It's 11 o'clock on Benche, the top stories. Health officials say follow-up tests have shown that an RTHK host wasn't infected with the coronavirus after all. The latest figures show the SAR has more than 30 preliminary positive COVID cases. And the district court sentences 21 people over a riot in Shangwan two years ago. Health officials have said that a contaminated swab might have led to the preliminary positive COVID-19 test results of an RTHK host, with microbiologist Yun Kwok Yong saying that he believes the swab came from the clinic of her husband, a doctor who had vaccinated 13 people with a Sinovac jab. Maggie Ho reports. Health officials said further tests showed that the RTHK host was not infected after all. She was at a party hosted by legislator Whitman Hung, attended by around 180 people at a restaurant in Wan Chai on Monday. Officials said about a dozen guests who were considered her close contacts and sent into quarantine will be arranged to leave the Penny's Bay camp. The initial test results forced the overnight closure of RTHK's broadcasting house for disinfection. University of Hong Kong microbiologist Yun Kwok Yong said it's believed that the contaminated swab came from the clinic of the RTHK host's husband, who's a private practitioner. Professor Yun said the doctor had vaccinated 13 people with Sinovac in his office before he used the swab to take a specimen from his wife. He said laboratory tests showed the strain of virus found in the specimen is the same one used to make Sinovac, not any of the active strains circulating in the community. A number of government officials were seen leaving the Penny's Bay Quarantine Centre tonight, including the ICAC Commissioner Simon Pei and the Secretary for Financial Services and the Treasury Christopher Hoy. Meanwhile, RTHK says it will resume normal programming starting from 6am tomorrow. Health officials say a 58-year-old COVID-19 patient whose source of infection has yet to be identified may have the Omicron variant. She's among the 37 new cases reported today. Another six of the cases were linked to imported ones. Authorities say they're also looking into more than 30 preliminary positive cases, one of which involves a 39-year-old aircraft cabin cleaner. Officials are investigating if she got infected through her work. Dr. Chuan Shuk Kwan from the Center for Health Protection says another preliminary positive case had attended a concert on the 3rd of January. That patient is the employer of a domestic helper who's been confirmed with the coronavirus. I do not have a figure at hand for the concert of Jiang Kinkin, but usually the concert will consist of quite some people. So we'll put all those who attended uh, the concert under compulsory testing notice, so everyone have to go to um, test uh, at the scheduled um, advice. Health officials have locked down residential blocks in North Point, Causeway Bay and Tongchung. The testing notices for Block B of Flora Garden at Cloudview Road, Tower 1 of Jupiter Terrace at Jupiter Street and Shun Yat House in Yat Tong Tu Estate began at 7pm and officials say they aim to finish the operation early tomorrow. Officials said there were three pre- preliminary positive cases that could involve the Omicron variant. The government has also adjusted its quarantine requirements for recovered COVID patients. It said that from now on, COVID-19 patients who are discharged from hospitals have to undergo a 14-day home isolation and health monitoring instead of at the North Lantau Hospital. 
The district court has sentenced 21 people to between 30 to 42 months in jail over a riot in Shangwan two years ago. Joanne Wong reports. The defendants were convicted of rioting between Western Street and Queen Street on the 28th of July 2019. Two of them were also found guilty of assaulting a police officer and possessing a radio apparatus without a valid license. In sentencing the defendants, Judge Johnny Chan said people cannot resort to violence even when peaceful means could not fulfill their goals. The judge pointed out that there were a large number of protesters and that the case was serious. He also noted that protesters were prepared with bricks, iron rods and laser pointers and that the riot had posed a serious danger to society. And on to the weather. Becoming cloudy, cool tomorrow morning with a minimum temperature of about 17 degrees in the urban areas and slightly lower in the new territories. Currently, it's 17 degrees Celsius with the humidity standing at 81%. RTHK. The time now is 5 minutes past 11. Police say they have arrested eight more staff members of a foster home in Prince Edward, which is at the center of abuse allegations. In total, 14 people have been arrested so far. Aaron Tam has the details. Officers say the latest arrests came after they reviewed more surveillance camera footage from the children's residential home, operated by the Society for the Protection of Children. The eight women, aged from 24 to 63, are now being detained on suspicion of ill-treatment or neglect of children. The number of alleged victims has now gone up to 26. Detectives added they have so far seized 46,000 hours' worth of security footage, but they've only managed to go through 13% of it. They estimated that it could take another two months before they could finish reviewing all the footage. Pakistani army bulldozers are working to clear snow from roads around the resort of Muri, where at least 21 people died stuck in their cars during a blizzard. Many of the victims are believed to have been poisoned by exhaust fumes building up inside heated vehicles. The interior minister Sheikh Rashid Ahmed said the rescue effort was being hampered by bad weather. Around a thousand cars are stranded on the road since last night. The entire Rawalpindi and Islamabad administration is working on it. Some cars have been pulled out, some have been returned. Locals are delivering blankets and food. We're only allowing in vehicles with food and blankets or anyone in an emergency situation. Otherwise, all roads leading to Marie have been sealed off. Aid workers in northern Ethiopia say many people have been killed by an airstrike on a camp for the displaced in Didibit in Tigray. The aid workers said 56 people had died in the strike and 30 others had been wounded. The BBC's Richard Hamilton reports. Although fighting on the ground between federal forces and a rebel alliance led by Tigrayans has temporarily halted, airstrikes against rebel positions have been continuing. The aid workers, who asked not to be named, told the Reuters news agency that the number of dead was confirmed by the local authorities. They also sent photographs of the wounded in hospital, who included many children. The government has previously denied targeting civilians. Families of victims of the passenger plane brought down in Iran two years ago have demanded truth and justice at a gathering at Tehran International Airport. All 176 people aboard the Ukrainian passenger plane were killed when it was shot down by the Iranian Revolutionary Guards. Iran had said it was an accident.
Lawyers for Novak Djokovic say the Serbian tennis star should be allowed to stay in Melbourne to contest the Australian Open because he had COVID last month, making him eligible for a vaccine exemption. In newly submitted papers, they say two independent Australian panels both exempted him for this reason. The BBC's Shaima Khalil has more. In documents submitted to the court by his lawyers, Djokovic is reported to have tested positive for COVID-19 on December the 16th. But there had been no prior announcement of his condition. A recent infection is one of the valid reasons for a vaccine exemption, according to health officials. Djokovic's application to remain in Australia to defend his title will be heard on Monday. He's been kept in an immigration detention hotel since he arrived in Melbourne on Wednesday. On his Instagram account, the men's world number one thanked his fans around the world for their support. Two other tennis players or officials have had their visas revoked. And on to football, as the FA Cup third round weekend and the English Premier League clubs will be seeking to avoid upsets. European champions Chelsea face Chesterfield from the fifth tier of English football. Chesterfield travelled to Stamford Bridge, having lost only one league game all season, scoring 38 goals in 20 games. Newcastle will be focused on avoiding a shock when third tier Cambridge travelled to St James's Park. That game just got underway. There are several all-Premier League fixtures as well. Leicester City are currently playing Watford, while West Ham hosts Leeds tomorrow night. And on Monday, Manchester United will be looking to recover from their defeat by Wolves when they face Aston Villa. And to end the news, the top stories again. Health officials say follow-up tests have shown that an RTHK host wasn't infected with coronavirus after all. The latest figures show the SAR has more than 30 preliminary positive COVID cases. And the district court sentences 21 people over a riot in Shanghai.